here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Check that before I'm recording. But on today's episode, uh, we're here to talk about the New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor Honor Rising events that just took place over this past weekend. Uh, and I'm joined here by a first time guest. I guess technically you were in the room for the Japan episode, but you added nothing to the conversation, so I did not let you consider that like a guest spot i was sick and i was jet lagged (laughs) which is why second day there was like ready to collapse that's why (laughs) i wasn't ready to talk which is why like i it wasn't a second day there what the fuck are you talking about it was like our second week there the dragon gate show uh was that like whatever anyway the point is he um He's here now to to help me record this episode. I will I'll be nice and introduce you by your full name, Brian Quinlan, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna call you Quinlan throughout the episode. So it's not my name. It, okay. it is. Um, Are you sure we're recording this time? Yes, I'm sure we're recording. So he's in the room with me, folks. This is a a rare episode where he's actually in the room with me, um, which is cool. You know, it's a cool thing. Um, but we're here to talk about the Honor Rising shows. I talked about you a bunch on the show before. If people forget, like, 
you came up a lot on the on the Ring of Honor. Because I was your chauffeur for those shows. <laughs> the Growing Up Ring of Honor episode. Talk to the There's still so many stories you haven't told about that yet, but that's for another episode. Well, we can talk a little bit because, okay. like, there's this is about Ring of Honor. Supposedly, oh, yeah. these well, are Ring of Honor shows. I know. Very... I forgot there, there was, like, three guys <laughs> on the show. So Yeah, so we watched we watched that show together today when you came over here. Uh, we had watched well, the I first watched night one last night. That's what I'm saying. We watched oh, the first yeah. one separately. Um, we're going to talk both of those shows. First of all, I guess you could talk talk your history as a wrestling fan, Mr. Quinlan. I always do that with with uh, with new guests. How'd you get started as a wrestling fan? So my first just started as a wrestling fan in ninety late ninety eight, I think. And uh, when uh, you know, I started. Everyone was talking about you know the the Stone Cold Mike Tyson feud and. I started that would have been watching. like April 98, buddy. No, no but I started uh, watching that fall is when I finally... I, I started watching in August. I tried to order SummerSlam 98. It didn't work. So my first pay-per-view was Judgment Day. Did you know I was there? I know. You've said <laughs> that many times. Which had the main event of Undertaker and Kane in like one of the worst matches ever. But I <laughs> what, a, what a show to be your first pay-per-view. And, uh... That match fucking I think sucked. the only good match on that show was D'Lo Brown and X-Pac, like, had, like, three stars, and, like, that was it. If, I mean, you, if you want match quality, <clears throat> you probably shouldn't start with the Attitude Era. No. Well, uh, that's when everyone was watching, and looking back now, I go back and watch the... the, the those shows sucked at the time. They were absolutely horrendous. <laughs> the Attitude the matches so were bad. two seconds long. They all ended with DQs. <laughs> the announcers never talked about them. They, caught, they talked about whatever storyline was the main storyline, but, yeah... But uh, I kind of got out of wrestling around, like, what drove me away was that fucking, uh, what drove a lot of people away, the invasion of WCW, yeah, which was horrendous, so I stopped watching. Uh, and then you kind of got me back into it in 2004. Yeah. Um, and then I started watching more than you did. Uh, and then you start taking me to indie shows, where you took me JPW. Jersey Alpha Wrestling because Vader was there and uh, yeah. Ring of Honor and then Ring of Honor which was like that first Ring of Honor show I'd never <laughs> seen wrestling like that before the, the main event went an hour 15 minutes between <laughs> we left the, we it left. was two guys I never heard of like Brian Danielson and Austin Aries who are these guys so we left so everybody we left we went to the show and this match was taken forever and I, I'm sure people love this match I, I've never gone back and watched it you I, I probably love it too, but at the time I had yeah. never seen anything. So, they even announced we the the wrestlers won't mind if you leave because yeah. this match is going to take a while. We we left the room and went out in the lobby and played Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Do you remember that? That's what we did. We were such cool kids. And Marcos we went out talked to and us played. About it. Yeah, Marcos have done it. Marcos. We let, we decided we didn't, we were sick of this match. And we wanted to play some fucking children's card games, and that's what we did. Yeah, we played some Yu Gi Oh. Wonder what decks we were using at the time. Was, oh, that, I was I was already remember. using Zombie Chaos at the time, maybe. Uh, uh, I was probably using a really shitty deck because I hadn't been playing that long. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, so this is Yu-Gi-Oh! Chat. <laughs> no. I was just watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge the other the other day. That show holds up, everybody. Yeah, so. it's the only really good abridge. So no, Sailor Moon's good. I never watched Sailor that Moon. Sailor Moon Bridge is good. That was the only other good one. All the other ones are fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, so we're here actually to talk about professional wrestling. Yeah, um, so as I was saying... How'd you get into Puro, though? That was, that was me too, I think, right? What? That, I was the one who got you into Puro Wrestling. You mean like Japanese wrestling, stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, 
Well, it's because Ring of Honor started booking people from Japan. No, before that, I was like, I was showing yeah, you, you were Noah. showing me like stuff like Dragon Gate. Stuff Noah. Like Noah, I was really, I was really into Noah in like 2003 and 2004. The first guy I saw was Liger when they brought him in for Weekend of Thunder. Yeah, and then um, I never knew I'd see him live like 50 more times after that. I thought that was like my only chance. But yeah, obviously it was not. Uh, and then <laughs> I think it was. December 2005, before they got the Dragon Gate guys, they got Kenta Marafuji. They were amazing. No, no, no. They got, they got Dragon Gate first because they, they oh, brought okay. Shima the, to Buffalo. The first time we saw Dragon Gate. I saw Shima. Two, I know. In 2006. I saw I, Shima in Buffalo. Okay. I went all the way to Buffalo yeah, and, to see Shima. And, and, and uh, Curry Man was there. In the Curry Man was there, but, yeah. But he's retired, I think. But, um, yeah, Kenta and Marafuji were at that show that was like five minutes from your house at the time. Yeah. Then, like, <laughs> and Milano was on. They started booking Milano, too. Yeah. So My favorite wrestler at the time. And uh, and then I remember you were so happy. He was wrestling like... This venue was like five minutes from where you lived. So. Yeah, Edison, New Jersey. Like I, I've thought about this before. I, I probably could have walked there in like a half hour or something. Yeah. Like 45 minutes. Like it's really close. So it was a very, very close building. And then we went to Chicago for WrestleMania weekend, and I was front row for that awesome Dragon Gate match. Yeah, although not the best. was not placed at the best part of the show. It was like right before the intermission, so the crowd was dead tired and weren't in the mood to see an hour main event between Roderick Strong and Brian Danielson. Even though that was an awesome match, the crowd was just like completely dead, and the match was going on forever. But uh, So yeah, and then, uh, you know, that... Like the greatest match I've ever seen live of all time was was Brian Danielson Kenta from I think it was September two thousand six, where uh, it looked like you know Brian if he retained he would be he would pass the one year mark as champion but he had the soldier injury. And... By the way, you completely like glossed over the fact that we saw Joe Kobashi in two thousand five. Yeah, but I didn't really match. see it because I was in like the eighth row and could barely <laughs> see the, anything. I was in the first row. I, I was in the building, but that crowd was so ins- like people in front of me kept standing up and these fans were not the the skinniest fans <laughs> in the world, so they took up a lot of space and view. Not that I'm much one to talk, but like they uh especially the one one of them the guy sitting directly in front of me had this giant afro and he was really big <laughs> so i could not see anything like every time he and he stood up every two seconds do you know where i was for that show yeah, i know you're from row samoa joe kicks me yeah i know <laughs> on, but, uh, on my camera for the rest of eternity with samoa in one of my favorite matches of all time with samoa joe just kicking me right in the face in the middle of the match it's awesome well, I saw Marafuji defend the GHC title against Nigel. I saw I was I was front row for Masawa. Yeah, so Masawa. Masawa was awesome. We were, Philly, I was in front row, and, and in New York, we were in the balcony. Front, in balcony yeah. front row, though. Yeah, Masawa was awesome too. I mean, God, yeah, he was great. See, that Matrick Kenta. That Matrick Kenta was. Awesome. It was the only chance to see him for us. So yeah. because, yeah, but uh, I mean, Kobashi too, because we we retired before we ever made it to Japan. There's a, and I did see New Japan for the first time in. Uh, Ring of Honor, yeah. New Japan, which people probably want to forget that fucking tournament. <laughs> Damn, best in, oh yeah, best, best in American, American Super which, Juniors, we talked and the Japanese guy won, and the whole crowd was like, what the fuck is this? I loved it. I, you remember the time I was into it. I was like, yeah, Dragon yeah. Soldier B. I was like... You were really pissed. The, but I was it, like, the whole crowd, it's like, okay, there's, there's eight people, there's one Japanese guy, it's best of the American Super Juniors, and the Japanese guy won. I, so thought, I, fuck I, I mean, you know, I'm, everybody knows how much I hate America, so I was happy. But I don't. I think you went over what happened. Like New Japan screwed Ring of Honor yeah. over or something. I think Jamie Noble ended up going over there anyway. But 
That was like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I love Dragon yeah. Soldier Bay. That was a Kendo Kashin. God bless him. Anyway. Um, he's gonna be in a tag match in all Japan in a couple weeks. That's great. Him and Fujita against uh, Suwama and I think the other Okada, maybe uh-huh. Suwama and somebody. But yeah. and then yeah, then I stopped going to Ring of Honor and became and then you. I wasn't really a New Japan fan yet. But when oh, you maybe took me that, maybe that was no solid team. I don't know. When you anyway, took me to that first War of the World show in Manhattan. That had I think the main event was a. Kata, AJ, and Elgin in a three-way for the title, and and Nakamura versus Kevin Steen, which you know every that match was awesome. Yeah, and then they say on SmackDown, "It was the first time they ever wrestled." I'm like, you <laughs> fucking lying, but okay. But uh, no, but remember what you said that remember when Daniel wasn't it Daniel Bryan on commentary? Saxton, yeah, yeah, it and doesn't happen. Counting it didn't happen in WWE. It doesn't count. Yeah, and that includes did. NXT, I think. But uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then by the next year they came, I was a huge fan of New Japan, and I think a lot more people were. I remember that that year, like, the crowd kind of liked everybody, but the year later, like, when Nakamura came out and his, his autograph line was, like, out the freaking door, like, people, and Okada and everybody, and then, you know. and then From Bullet Club come back. Mania really started to. Yeah, and then they've come back every year, and although they don't have a date announced, they'll probably announce one at Manhattan Mayhem for War of the Worlds. And Are you going to that show, by the way, or no? No, <laughs> they announced some like fucking eight man tag or something, yeah, and I was I like, that, "That sounds pretty stupid." But Is there any... I, I'm gonna be in Spain, so I, it doesn't. I, someone's on that show from New Japan, I think, though. But huh. someone that's also a regular in Ring of Honor. I, I just remember saying, "Oh, well, that one guy's there," but I could be wrong. Okay. I mean, I, I saw the card and like, yeah, I don't give a shit. So, uh, especially the at the prices i'm sure are really high yeah it wasn't sold out last time i checked but it probably is by now yeah maybe they'll do another shitty war of the world show and we'll go <laughs> to that just to see the new japan guys live. what was the last war- couple of years have sucked what so. was the i don't hear what the oh yeah last, last year, had year had the, fucking, the one good match between <sighs> osprey and jay white and it had the fucking young bucks and against naito and yeah and the Uchi year before that had that off. stupid three-way with with a buck and and <laughs> cody i think or somebody or, or adam cole versus Ishii and Okada versus I forget who else like Jay Lethal and somebody and I'm like this is the <laughs> stupidest thing yeah. but um yeah so yeah and I've been you know I started subscribing to New Japan World and you know I'm a big fan now and what year did you start subscribing like 2016 as soon as it oh, yeah. as soon as this, I was watching before that I was watching yeah. through other means but uh yeah. as soon as that came I subscribed to it and I watch all the shows, even the Young Lions uh, project. Lions project, yeah. You just don't watch a lot of other Japanese wrestling, though. Mm-hmm. I like, don't really, I watch everything. Yeah, not really. But, like, I'm very excited for DDT tonight as we're recording this, but I know you're probably not going to watch that. I mean, I used to watch a lot of Noah, but I, I used to buy the DVDs. Noah's at, been like, awesome lately. I used to buy the DVDs at the Ring of Honor shows, you know, back yeah. when Misawa and Morishima, but. I tried to watch Noah a year ago and it was so horrendously bad. Well, well a year ago, I heard it's better now, yeah. but no, no, a year ago was a year well, ago was whatever. Really right before Suzuki Gun showed up, I saw the show that I, I swear to God, you couldn't tell me there are people in that audience because I've never seen a quieter. Okay, show Okay, well, the Suzuki Gun era sucked, but the Suzuki Gun has been over for a year now. Okay, you should give it another chance. It's been, it's been way better. I mean, it's not my favorite promotion. It's still DDT, but it's still up there. All right, so let's talk about these two shows though. 
So I before we record this, I thought you were still watching the Ring of Honor weekly TV, but then you told me you weren't anymore. No, I'm not. So I don't. I like the two of us really have no idea what's going on in Ring of Honor. I guess like I don't. Really... I I read like sometimes reports and stuff. It just it's just kind of like the bull the club, bull club is, show yeah so they're feuding with they're feuding with without kenny omega so oh no now they're feuding with socal and censored too i think i don't i think i don't yeah, they're I doing mean, that stupid thing with the uh six man tiles except where it's like the entire bullet club can re- represent three people so yeah. one so i guess everybody in the bullet club is champion like yeah. right now including like fale and Tamatanga and Young Bucks, <laughs> Kenny and, and Cody, Kenny and Cody, yeah. and Hangman Page and Chase Owens and like uh, if Bone Soldier is he gonna uh, show up and, and is he champion too? We don't know. Yeah, it's so stupid. But well, anyway, so the point is we don't really. If we sound like we don't know what you're talking about when it comes to Ring of Honor, uh, it's because we barely do because we don't really watch it. But but these shows are. Barely, I mean, these shows. It was hilarious that they they made it look like. Uh, a Ring of Honor show for the first time because like there was like nobody from Ring of Honor in these fucking shows yeah. other than Bull- like okay there was the Bullet Club people that are in New Japan all the time anyway uh, yeah. there was like Hangman Page Scroll. Young Buck Smarty Scroll uh, Cody but like beyond them it was you're really just talking about Dalton Castle Beer City Bruiser Jay Lethal uh, Chucky e. T, who was just there in December. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, who was just there in January. Like, there really wasn't... That's really it. Yeah, yeah that was pretty much it. And so, Flip Gordon. Flip yeah. Gordon, who fucking sucked, as we'll talk about, and Delirious. But yeah, I mean, not a ton of guys. So well, Jay White wrestled for them for a while. Yeah, but he's, true. he's a New Japan guy. Now. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah. if they, these felt like New Japan shows with a few guest stars. Yeah. Like, these really... It was The only thing that would really make it feel Ring of Honor-like at all was, um, you know, the the look of the show which they did a good job this year with like really making like it looked so heavily like ring of honor like i was saying last night on twitter it was actually kind of disconcerting to me to watch to see this like all black and these guardrails and stuff in the middle cork and it just looked weird and bad and like it didn't belong but but yeah it was cool though i mean the look i guess it was different but at the end of the day it just felt like new japan shows to me would you agree? Yeah, yeah. It, I, you know, you forget like the opening match night one didn't have a single Ring of Honor guy in it. So yeah. like they're so yeah. So let's talk about the. We'll start with the opening match, which was uh of night one. Toa Hanare and Katsuya Kitamura defeating or losing to Bad Luck Fale and Yujiro Takahashi. Um, I thought Hanare was awesome in this match. I thought he showed like great fire and he was like really fucking getting in there and. You know, um, you just just like he's a great fiery baby face. I really liked him in here. Um, Kitamura, I thought had a rough night. He was uh, he kind of falling. He was like out of position a lot, and he kind of fell, just fell down randomly right before the finish. But uh, Fale, of course, pinned Kitamura with the grenade and seven twenty. Mm. Um, it was good, good opener though. Yeah, it was it was fine. Didn't what did Fale hit him with that I think. There was like a little awkwardness with Kitamura's kicking out or something, or am I imagining things? I thought like he hit him something. Oh no, he hit him with something, and the story was that would usually pin him, but it took one extra move, and that's the experience he's yeah, earned. I guess so. it took one extra move for Folly to beat him. They're putting that. They were putting that over on the contrary, I mean, but he's he faced... hit him with a move that would never pin anybody. It was like a spear or something, I think. So 
Shadow. Isn't he's facing Nakanishi? Nakanishi at the end. Who he's already show. faced? Why? Yeah, not they. Well, okay. Is it because See, Kojima's this hurt? Is, no, 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 no. This is why you should watch the backstage comments after the shows. Okay. And I tell this to everybody all the time because they set this up in the backstage comments where Nakanishi told Kinemuri wanted to face him one more time because he thinks he's really on the verge of breaking out. Basically, and he's like, "Well, I think." You know, I want to give you a chance to face me one more time. I think you can beat me. Do you think Kitamura will beat him? No. But last match on the way out. Eh, I doubt it. Mm, um, happen. He said the same thing about Okada Naito. And he was right about that. But, uh, yeah, fuck off. Everybody was wrong about that except for you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, match two was Jushin Thunder Liger, Delirious, and Cheeseburger defeating uh, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and Hikuleo. Uh, Delirious pin Hikuleo in 708. It was a weird ass finish. It was basically yeah, like this match was pretty stupid. I <laughs> they thought. kicked him. They kicked him down, uh, and like I don't know, like, Leo selling like, for a cheeseburger was so stupid. I looking. mean, look, look. I the, the when it was like an extended squash for the Tongans for a while, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then Cheeseburger did like a hot tag that was like almost entirely dodging. Yeah. Like he would just jump out of the way of everything and like you know not not basically not get caught. Which is, I thought that was really cool. But yeah, other than that, I mean, the looking, finish was really stupid. Looking at this match, when I saw it booked, I'm like, well, Hiko Leo's picking the fall here. But he's going to get pinned by either Liger or one of these two doofuses. And, I mean, not that I love Delirious, but, you know, he doesn't really wrestle. He's be- he's become a joke again. He just jobs yeah. all the time. Delirious know? coming in, and, like, he at one point he chopped Hiko Leo. And then he just says, Hiko Leo doesn't do anything. He's going, shit! <laughs> he turns away and like tags out. That was awesome. I mean, he was Delirious was awesome back when we were going to Ring of Honor when yeah. he was feuding with Brian Danielson and everything. He was great back then, but now he's and just he's a really part timer and you know. He, and during the during like the Hayat Chikara too, he was really good. Yeah, that. he was really good in that. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. So that was a it was a pretty stupid match. I'd agree, but the the stuff with Cheeseburger dodging was cool it was just it was also very obvious the, the Liger trio was going to win because otherwise they, they'd look stupid they'd look going, stupid yeah, going that's what I thought. they have to win unless yeah. they're going to make him look like they have no chance the next night so um, the next match was Juice Robinson David Finley against the Young Bucks uh, Matt Jackson got the pin on David Finley in 12.05 with a milk this driver. was really good I thought it was too it was too much of a Bucks Ring of Honor match early for me like they were just doing like a lot of their spotty shit that I'm not really that into but once it calmed down I thought it was pretty good when going into the match I thought they might do a storyline I thought it might be interesting if like Finley rolled one of them up and pinned them like two minutes into the match with the story like their their heads aren't in the game because they're so upset about but obviously you know when at the end of night two that you know that wouldn't have made sense after yeah. what happened there, so that was fine. Yeah, but I thought they might go ahead and do that and give Finley a win and you know have like you know do that storyline. But they did they went somewhere else, which is actually better. So, um, but they, yeah, this was kind of just like another Young Bucks Ring of Honor match in a way. But I think Finley and Juice are really good. Well, once it calmed down and became more like an actual fucking wrestling match, I thought it was good. I was just worried early on in the first few minutes. And I and I get it because they're gonna they're they're being like more spotty than they normally are in Japan because they're supposed to be an ROH show, and like the crowd was not a typical Japanese crowd either. Like you can tell these are people who are into the idea of seeing a Ring of Honor show yeah. in Japan because they they tried to like imitate us with the with the chants and stuff. At one yeah. point when you and I were watching today, you were like, "Don't do that. Don't yeah, don't no. try to be." They didn't do this as awesome. <laughs> they but... didn't do this as awesome, and they didn't. 
They, I'm they sure they, some of the other stupid. They probably things. they probably didn't sit there like doing their fucking uh, goddamn comedy routine the entire night. Like no. half the fucking fans were in the monitor. They didn't now. chant. You deserve it. You deserve. The only time that's ever worked, I think, was that that recent NXT show where. Do you know the story of that where where Adam Cole set up thing? No. two chairs like next to each other, and I don't, he he changed he, he ended up it ended up cost he he changed the uh, setup of the chairs when he had the perfect chance to slam Alistair Black, and because he did that, Alistair Black countered and hit him, and the fans chanted "You deserve it" because you know he fucked yeah. up, and I was like, that's the one time. Other than that, because they were sarcastic. You still got it is a stupid ass chant. The did we chant that for like yeah like an the, interview? They did that when Undertaker came out on SmackDown to do a promo, and I saw him pause for a second, like, "What the fuck is wrong with them?" But then he kept talking and no sold it. But there was a pause, like. These people are so fucking stupid. But uh, the worst one is this is wrestling. That is the worst chant. I, like, well, look. In case someone's like flipping through the channels, they don't, know. they don't know what they're watching. I prefer change the channel. <laughs> change the channel. We were there for that. Yes, we that were. Was awesome. Okay. We should we back and, and change the and channels. And then we then we turned on, we watched it on tape, back on tape later, and Tess. Todd's like, "Oh, look at who on Sci-Fi." That was that was. Great. <laughs> like I don't think that's what they're saying. That's not what no, they so, Well, he knew that, but uh, yeah, this is wrestling. I mean, the best reply to that was when we were at that Ring of Honor show and. Brooklyn, and then some other fans start chanting, "That's a roller coaster." Oh yeah, you can see the coaster from there. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's all point out things we can see. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad they didn't go. I remember last year, I think they chanted, "This is awesome." Yeah. Which, uh, that that's just uh, that, I don't mind that too much. That but they use it too that, much. Yeah. It should be like during like the greatest match of all time. Now it's like, oh, is it great? every time a match, match is yeah. kind of cool? Let's let's chant it. Um, Alright, so next match was... Okay, this is a big one. Yeah, the fucking three-way. Kushida, Hiromu Takahashi, and Flip Gordon. The fucking Flat Earth Troop. Mm. You didn't know about that. No, I, I did I not. You and you sure it's not He's, a gimmick? No, it's not a gimmick! He was on Twitter arguing that the fucking Earth is flat. Like, okay, what you is know what? argument? I, why would anyone? Why would the government lie about that? Because why are they? What, what would be the point? And because keep, okay, there's a reason. It costs a lot of money, so <laughs> why? Like whenever people come up with these crazy, why is the entire world in on it? Like, why, these, yes, every country in the world, like America, when, when America and Russia are ready to nuke each other. But let's <laughs> priorities here. We have to keep. Keep everyone thinking the world is round. Yeah, right? okay. Now, Soviet Union, I know we completely disagree with your way of life, and we want to eradicate you from the world, but we gotta keep this fucking flat earth thing going. Yeah. Alright, it's too funny. Yeah, like... <laughs> this round earth thing going. Imagine how much money it would cost to keep... Like, why? <laughs> and and whenever someone comes up with a... I don't want to get into this too much, but whenever someone comes up with a good, like, this crazy-ass conspiracy theory, you have to give me a reason why this conspiracy would exist. Yeah. And there's no reason for this. Well, well, the reason is all the nations of the world think it's fucking funny. I, I guess. guess. I think I don't like, know what uh, the greatest prank of all time. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like I don't know. Um, do you ever heard that story about that guy who had a ro- who was trying to build his own rocket, who said the Earth was fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. and he keeps it keeps like backfiring and not launching. It's like, hmm, I wonder if some of his calculations are off. Might yeah. be a little bit. I'm surprised. Like this is apparently the like, eighth time it failed. So it's like you think his family members would be like, okay, it's time to give up the ghost here. No, these people that believe this stuff, I know people that are related to me. They 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 get really mad. They get really like <laughs> defensive because I think deep down they know they're they're being stupid. But anyway, 
But yeah, so I don't... To be clear, though, I think it's funny that he's a fucking flat earth troop. Like, that he's just... That I just think he's an idiot. He's a conspiracy know. theorist about the government, but he's like, he I work for the for government. The government. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, if he's a good wrestler, I wouldn't care. And I haven't seen a lot of him. So how, how long has he been wrestling, though? Is I, he I, new? I don't know. I know. You're asking the wrong person. But I, I never... I probably had seen him once or twice, but not... I Actually, I don't know if I... He was, was he on those... This is the first time I'd ever seen him in anything. I've so. seen him, I think... Wasn't he on those Global War shows from, like, last fall? Was he? I think he was. Was he in, like, a, was he in like the Battle Royal or a Dark Match? No, not something? not the ones we went to. The ones... The one in Chicago. With Kenny and, uh... Because I watched it back later. With Kenny and Yoshikashi? I... I didn't watch those Okay, shows, well, so. I did. So I, I think I, I saw... I'd, I'd never seen him before in my life. All right. So. Well, the point is, I didn't know anything about him other than the Neither fact that I. he... His His name is I, I heard he does flips. That's all yeah. I knew. Um, like basic. First, first of all, though, I, I have to say, if this is supposed to be like a authentic, like Ring of Honor experience, Romu should not have been booked. Mm-hmm. He should have just done a run in on a heatless tag team title match because they didn't fucking do anything with him yeah. the entire time he was there. That well, this match. You know, I looked at this. I thought the match was okay. You really hated it. I, I thought fucking, it was okay. Oh, but I hated this match. When you look how Hiromu Takahashi and Kushida are in this match, yeah, this yeah, match yeah. shouldn't be okay. This match should be, like, unbelievable. Like, yeah, Hiromu and Kushida, how many, like, amazing oh, matches God. did they have watched here? The dome, uh, oh, God. Now, now to be fair, I got, awesome. I got the feeling that they weren't trying that hard either. Well, I but, think the match was made to make Flip Gordon the star. Like, and, they gave him a lot, and he was just like, yeah, he did flips, and, and he, he, he screwed he, a couple of them up. Yeah, so. like, he's supposed to be good at that. That's what he's supposed to be good at. And like, if you notice, night two, he didn't really get a reaction coming out. Like, the crowd was like, you didn't impress <laughs> us, buddy. It was, a, it was one I, of the worst debuts I've I seen. wonder if this will change any plans to put him in the best of the Super I hope, Juniors. I hope but, it does. I mean, maybe he just had a bad night. I don't know. Like, first of all, he, he botched, like, a, a dive to the outside, and then the worst one was like right before the finish. He's supposed to do like a springboard, and like I guess, I guess like a cutter or something on both of them. And he completely fucked it up and like fell on his fucking face. He wasn't the only guy from Rio that weekend that fucked a bunch of shit up. But we'll get to that later. But yeah, but, so uh, he really he really sucked. And like this reminded me a lot of like a, a fucking ECW three way. I, I don't mean that as a good thing. Yeah. Or it was like spot. And then spot, they three of them spot, laid, yeah. laid three. Oh, spot rest, spot rest, spot. Like just the three of them. Would, Lay around waiting for the next spot. Then the camera zoom in on one of them waiting for the next spot. It was like just ugh. I mean, I hate this fucking. I'm still want maybe given the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just had a bad night, but you know, I'd have to see another. He fucking sucks. Because night two, he didn't really do much, so you couldn't really tell from that. But this this match really sucked. It was really quite terrible. It was probably. And uh, I didn't I, think it was as bad as the second I gave match. It, I gave so, it one star. Uh, I didn't hate it that much. But I, I really hated it. The fact that I should give it a low star because the fact <laughs> it should be not all right with those two. I know. So, so um, All right. So the next match was the six-man tag team match. Uh, Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal, and Ryusuke Taguchi. They took on the, the chaos team of Jay White, Beretta, and Chucky e. T, Chuck Taylor. Um, Jay White used a Blade Runner on Taguchi and 10-10 to get the pin. Um, so yeah, the, the funniest part, did you see when, when Taguchi had those like chicken figures? Yeah. They sell at the cork and concession. They were trying to give them out like as a peace offering to his team. And, and like Kevin Kelly like said something like, um, 
you must have gotten those at the uh, at a combini mm. beforehand, you know, like a convenience store. And it's like, no, that, that's they that's the cork and concessions. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Kelly never went over the cork no, and concessions stand. Um, but yeah, it was. It was there. I, I liked thought. it. It was thought, all right. Yeah, like, nothing really memorable about it. Like, no. um, look, Chuck Taylor Ruski Taguchi had like a duck walk off basically yeah. at the start. That was kind of funny, and Chuck Taylor got very mad. Um, I thought that the the Jay White and Taguchi exchange at the end of the match was pretty. Yeah, good. that was pretty good. Yeah, so. I mean, again, that has nothing to do with Ring of Honor. No. <laughs> because it's turned to Japan. Nothing guy. really had to do with Ring of Honor in this whole show. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, well, except the, ne- the next match. Yeah, well. Um, the next match was Hiroki Goto defending the Never Open Weight Championship against the Beer City Bruiser. What a week at the Beer City Bruiser. I, oh, God, yes. I, well, I, imagine, like, being told, you know, Flip Gordon, no one's going to give a shit about him. But by the end of the weekend, <laughs> the, the fucking corking crowd is going to fucking love Beer City Bruiser. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> Look, I said this on Twitter. He first of all, he's a name searcher because he went and found all, right. all my tweets about him and like retweeted them all. But I don't care if you're like a name searcher if you're just retweeting positive comments. It's the ones that like fucking name search and get mad when they find out that people on this earth might not like them. Were, were you because... using his uh, Twitter handle? No, no, oh, no. Okay. Names, I just said. Jeez, I only get like. I mean, I've been favorited by like Kenny Omega and Eric Young, but I use their. There. Yeah, well, that, that's different. So they that's, just see it. Yeah, yeah that's not. So I don't sure. think they're searching. So, but but yeah. So Beer City Bruiser. I mean, I said this on Twitter, but again, some big fat American coming in for a random title shot. That's fucking Puresu, you know. Mm. That's old school Puresu. Yeah. Like here comes some big fat fucking Vader, American. Albert, you know, all this. <laughs> who's gonna get a fucking title shot? And I thought it was. I mean, he Didn't was Big Daddy V wrestling. <laughs> yeah, in all Japan, all Japan yeah. for a while. But um, I saw this match booked, and I said, you know, this could be very interesting. It really plays into the never open weight. Yeah. Because now it's like a super heavyweight facing for it. So, and, you know, this match could be interesting. I didn't think when I saw, oh, this match is going to suck. I thought this could be interesting. And Goto's really good. Like, people forget because he he has a tendency to randomly lay lay an egg, which they they were talking about that. Yeah. On the Voice Wrestling flagship the other week. I I love Goto. I do too, but he, like, once a year, he'll just come out. Yeah, that, I remember that title match he had with Okada where he had the body Yeah. That was just, like, That was really bad. And the match with Evil, this, like, I don't know. Well, that... I was. It didn't help that that came after the junior title match. That did not help that at all. Like yeah. I don't think any match could really get the crowd into it at that point. But he had that match with Suzuki this year, which was awesome. The year before, people seemed to have forgotten his match with Shibata at the Dome. Yeah, that was really that match awesome. was fucking awesome. It's just that the two matches that came after that were also like yeah unbelievable. Yeah. But that that was like I I would give that like four and a half but yeah, four so, and three quarters. So, so rookie goat is really good, and the beer city bruiser. I, he never really gets a shot to show it. I don't think I'm in the honor. Not really. Like he just is kind of. When just I used a guy. to watch the shows, he'd just be in the ring. He'd always be in a tag match. He was usually just at ringside for Silas Young matches. Every once in a while, he'd have a tag match. He'd do a couple things. He'd get pinned basically. I think it's really funny that, the, that this guy comes over. He's been in Ring of Honor all this time, and he, he spends one weekend in New Japan. They book him mm. better 
that and use him better than Ring of Honor ever used him yeah. in all these fucking years. But yeah, so he did like he did a flip senton off the yeah. fucking apron like a minute into the match that was way more impressive than any fucking move. This what match Gordon did was so much better than <laughs> Tanahashi Billy Gunn, <laughs> like not even close. Which and the other one featured Tanahashi, so what yeah. does that tell you? But. Yeah, this this this, I, this was like they yeah they just kept you know they collided into each other like you'd expect. Yeah. Beer City Brews like spit beer in his face for some offense, which was awesome. Um, I, I thought it worked. Like Hiroki Goto in a weird way is kind of like the Japanese working man, you know, like he's mm. very like gruff and manly and like you know he has that same kind of like working man quality to him. So it was kind of like the Japanese working man against the American working yeah. man. Yeah. So it kind of worked. And, like, at one point towards the end, Beer City Bruce, like, countered, like, a, I think God was going for, like, a power slam or something into a fucking Northern Lights bomb. Yeah. And it's like, uh, there's a sentence I never thought I'd be typing. Beer City Bruiser hits a Northern Lights bomb. Oh, there's another <laughs> sentence I never thought I'd think in the main event, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and he, he came off the top rope, like, four or five times. He did that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, this was the biggest match of his career, yeah. I'm sure. Like, not even close, like. But but yeah, this match only went like thirteen and a half minutes, and they. Th- uh, but it was fucking awesome. I'm really end. glad they brought him over the Briscoes and all these other people. He was great all and then, weekend. And then Bruiser but... hit like they had like a lariat battle at the end, and Bruiser yeah. won the ladder lariat battle. And Goto did like a fucking flip bump, which was for a guy that big to do a flip bump. That was really impressive. But yeah, and then Goto got the headbutt the GTR for the win. I gave this four stars. Yeah. I thought this was fucking. I awesome. can see that. Yeah, it was so... an awesome match. Um, Goto and the Beer City Bruiser. Two thumbs up for yeah. the Beer City Bruiser. He wasn't done, though. He wasn't done. Out. Um, but then the main event, which was a six-man tag team match, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and the honorary lover, Chase Owens. The Golden Lovers and the honorary lover against Team Cody, uh, Cody Hangman Page, and Marty Scroll. Crowd was really into that Golden Lovers reunion. If, if you told me that one day, in the main event of a Corkin show... <laughs> There'd be an exchange between Hangman Pays, Page Hangman and Page. Chase Owens, and the crowd would be going fucking nuclear for it. I would have called you a fucking liar. Yeah. Like Adam Page and Chase, and Chase Owens. Owens are going at it in the main event Kirk and Hall. The crowd is going to like, shit. Like, I was like, oh my, what, what, where am I right now? Did... But they really went crazy for the Golden Lovers. Yeah, well, that they was were... the, that was the highlight. Yeah. But... That that whole match when they, they came into. when they came out though even just when they yeah came out, yeah like, that was like going... the biggest reaction I've heard yeah. like in Kirk and Hall. So Cody had like the greatest fucking pre match freak out at the Golden Lovers chance. He was like losing his goddamn yeah. mind. Um, the problem is he started wrestling. But, yeah. Oh, he, Cody was look he Cody Rhodes should not be good. Okay, I think it fits his character for him not to be that good. He's the three star savior, just like Kenny Omega. Do you remember said. your Ring of Honor really. podcast you did a few months ago where you spent the whole show burying him. <laughs> I, 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 what I just said, you said like a million times. I've I've come around on uh-huh. him because his in, his character work is so good that it doesn't even matter to me anymore that in ring. And you know what? In, he wasn't that bad in the ring in either one of these. Not shows. in this match. He though. did blow a few spots the next one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But I, I thought he was good. Um there was like an awesome moment where Marty like had Kenny Omega's fingers ready to do that fucking stupid finger he, thing yeah. spot and he couldn't and, do and it and like he, he was like having the moment of doubt he was like should I do this now, these matches <laughs> had really good stories yeah. yeah and Cody was like encouraging him to do it and he didn't want to do it um 
And then he also like refused to do like the tur when Cody and Hammond Page were gonna like do that the Terminator dive thing. Marty was like, "I refuse to mock his silly movie dive, good sir." <laughs> and like refused to refuse to do the fucking Terminator dive. Are you turning the page on Marty too? Is this what I I, I like Marty as a fucking dipshit. Okay. That's why I like Marty. I saw really him for a while. I think he's. A, I don't think he's that good of a wrestler. I don't think he's good as like a serious junior heavyweight champion or challenger. Matches, but as think? a fucking complete idiot, yeah. and as this fucking dumbass, basically, which is what his character is now, I think he's funny as a dumbass. Okay. He's like he's like the heel to Gucci. He's like a complete yeah, dipshit yeah. and like a. Gucci is a really good junior. Yes, Gucci's really good. I stole that from Car uh, on Twitter. If she was the one who said that, I think. But yeah, I mean, like, um, Chase Owens was like a really good baby face in peril. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I tweeted that Chase Owens, he's another name searcher. Because I tweeted out Chase Owens, unsurprisingly, was a really good baby face in peril. And he responded to me and said, I was trained by Ricky Morton. Oh. I was like, I know, that's what I, yeah. was, that's what I was getting at. But um, he doesn't do it very often. I didn't often. actually know that until he was trained by Ricky Morton. But yeah. Um, Makes sense. You know, so obviously the gold numbers are awesome in this match, but like, I really thought Chase I'll Owens. Chase Owens was really great. Yeah, Chase Owens had a great match here. I thought like it, he's obviously not a guy that gets a lot of gets a lot of main event spots. No, but like like you were saying that Owens Page, uh, like fucking exchange with the, where the crowd's going nuts. That was awesome. Owens did like a, a humongous like rebound lariat on Page yeah. towards the end. That was really awesome. But yeah, and then uh, after that page, after 20 and a half minutes, pinned Owens with the rite of passage. Um, I could go four flat on this too. I thought it was yeah. really good. Going, I thought this match might have been slightly better than an ever title match, but just a little bit. Like if this was four stars, that match was three and three quarter for me maybe. But uh, but they they were really close. It's really close to call with these two. These two matches were great. And I think, I know a lot of people were saying, you know, if Hangman faces Jay White next for the U.S. title, it's going to make it go below the Never title. But I think after this weekend, I'm really looking forward to that match. And yeah. I think other people might be too. They did some great angles going into that match. And, and Page, I think Page Hangman Page again. is, I re- I've liked Hangman Page for a while. I think he's really good. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in the G1. I don't know if there's going to be a spot he's making, for him. He's made progress. I like him more than I did. I I, I don't see Bre- Beercy Bruiser being put in the G1. I know people are... I want that. I, w- I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing that. I just... I don't know if that's that's happening, but... Like, I don't know if... Would you think he'd be able to go, like, that many nights in a row? Like, I don't know. Like... He did two. He did two. He did... Had three matches in two days. Yeah, yeah. so... I mean... And he didn't... He didn't really... I didn't notice him getting, like, blown up too bad or anything. So... Yeah. He must do good on his cardio, but... Uh... But yeah, so that was a that was a good overall good show. I'd rather see him in the G one than Taichi. <laughs> Taichi's awesome. If he's in the fucking shut G1, your fucking mouth, Taichi rules. You're not you're not allowed to slander Taichi on my podcast. All right, time to get into night two. Before I say anything else, though, uh, there there was a little pause here between night one and two, and if the night one audio still sounds weird compared to the night two, I, I think I fixed it. With a tempo change, for the most part, but like, I know Quinlan, you didn't want me to fix it at first because you thought you said your voice sounded cooler. I guess yeah. it sounded like all like low pitched, and it was like a te- it was like a project rate thing. But I don't want to re-record forty eight minutes of audio, so it sounds okay now. But just we probably sound a little bit weird on the first half of this episode. But I guess whatever. 
Um, night two, though. Let's talk about night two. Uh, it starts with a Our buddy. Toa Hanare against a Beer City Bruiser. Uh, Bruiser won in 425 with... You know, his his top room was apparently called the Milwaukee Best Splash. Really? Because <laughs> I guess because that's like a yeah. like a brand of beer. It's like Milwaukee oh. Best something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, but yeah, I mean, we, I was wondering why the fuck this match was so short at the time. And, we'll find out later. Yeah, it, it turned, was fun. It was a fun little four-minute match, yeah. Beer City Bruiser is really over there in Japan. He's become a star, like, over one weekend, I think. Yeah. So maybe he'll be back. I hope he is. I mean, he was back after this. <laughs> he should be in the G1. Uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind. Sure. Um, but yeah, so then... then... Maybe something interesting, something different. <laughs> you know, put him in one block and Yano in the other, and you got, you know, at least one interesting match every night. Yeah. Uh, match two was a six-man tag. Jay Lethal, Juice Robinson, and David Finley defeating the Bullet Club of Ujirio, Chase Owens, and Hikuleo. Uh, Lethal used that, his elbow drop, which I believe he calls Hail to the King, on Hikuleo in 635. Um, this match was fine. It was just yeah. kind of pretty short, just kind of yeah, there. It was really short. It, you know, came, went, you know. Hiko, you know, needs more time. Hiko Leo is like getting better. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if he is getting that much, but he's like really, he's really awkward in the ring. He is, because like, he's, like, have, he's he, uh, humongous. He's he, like six foot eight or something. Yeah, something like. he just doesn't have any presence. Yeah, for uh, a guy so tall, he has like, yeah, no presence. It's weird. And I hope he improves, but so I far... I think he still might be nervous, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, they did, like, throw him in there with, like, almost no training. Because who, someone got hurt, and that's why he... Who was it? I think it was, wasn't it Kenny? I think it might have been Kenny, yeah. Uh, match number three was my pal Flip Gordon and Ryusuke Taguchi defeat, or losing to Romu Takahashi and Bushi. Um... I don't know why there, there might be like a, ju- a little sound there on this episode. Now. It'll be fine. Um, Hiromu, you know, got the pin on Flip after yeah. the MX. Like the, it was like a Doomsday MX because he had him up on his shoulders. Flip came out and the crowd didn't really seem to give a shit about him. Because <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, the, the first thing like, it was like uh, we saw you fucking suck. You did nothing to impress us, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. And they didn't really. They they went to the crowd and you know started like brawling. This wasn't like. Like yeah, I mean, I, flip, it wasn't flip, like a spot fest. They just they kept everyone kind of grounded. Flip for a while. getting his ass kicked all over Cork and was a much better use of him. Sure. Than him fucking botching a million moves on the first night. Then he then he decided to have like a phantom leg injury, which is always fun. Yeah. Just like oh my leg, but oh my leg's fine now. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden <laughs> it was. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was better though because he wasn't blowing every fucking spot. He tried. Yeah. Like I it guess. was the first night, but. Yeah, I still don't ever need to see him again. Yeah, maybe he bases his flips on calculations for a flat earth. <laughs> that's why I kept that's I saw J.R. Goldberg made that joke on Twitter. That should be the reason. <laughs> um, match number four was the never open weight six fan tag team title match. Yeah. Uh, Bad Luck Fale, Tomatonga, and Tongaloa successfully retained their titles, their second defense no in this reign against Juice Liger, Delirious Cheeseburger. Um, Don Callis Tom- is great when the match starts, and Kevin Kelly said they might, you know, win. And Don Callis is like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah, thank you, Don." Like, I don't think they're walking away with the titles. Like, like didn't I think Delirious didn't they like didn't he challenge for it with some other wacky team last yeah. year with like Ghetto? Or I something think so. I think it was like some other wacky team. They challenged the when the right, everyone knew Losing Losing Gobernales had them. Um, but yeah, so this match was okay. Um, I'm sorry, but whenever. <laughs> I like Cheeseburger. Whenever I see him wrestling and some guy, especially a big guy, is like selling for him, it just looks so like ridiculous to me. <laughs> like, you know, it's like 
It's like, funny. He's though. hurt. I mean, Tama Tonga was like no selling him, but at one point we <laughs> jumped to the ring, Folly was like, and it's like no, I don't know, like um, the, the but yeah, this match was okay. While well, like it was funny when Cheeseburger was like the Cheeseburger Protection Agency at the start of the match. Yeah, he protected uh, what's his name, the fucking ring announcer. I, I can't remember the announcer's name, but, but he yeah, protected he him from bad luck yeah. Folly. <laughs> it was like okay. Um, but yeah, and then she, they, 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 the only like really bad thing in this match was when Delirious was in the corner against Gorilla's Destiny. It got like really weird and awkward for like a, a solid minute. I don't know what they like, yeah. they like lost track or something. They weren't the only people on the show to do that, but, no. but yeah, other than that, it was, uh, I mean, Cheeseburger's Flash Pen attempts at the end were really cool. Yeah. I yeah, enjoyed that. I enjoyed those. Um, you know, they, they, it was a pretty inconsistent match, but the end of it was fun at least. It was what it was supposed to be, uh-huh wacky six man uh match number five was the the hung bucks as they are apparently called hangman page nick and matt jackson defeating jay white yoshihashi and chucky t now if they were gonna win anyway why the fuck didn't they just make this a title match yeah (laughs) i didn't think about that till now but yeah i mean can the prestigious ring of honor six man tag team titles not be defended maybe they forgot them i don't know (laughs) No, they had the belts with them. Oh, they did? Yeah. That's why they came out their belts. Oh, yeah. Then why like, didn't they? I don't that's know. weird. Yeah. Like, why not have another title match? But, yeah. So, um, Hangman Page got the pin on Jay White with the Rite of Passage. I was pretty surprised he, they, they went so far as to give him a direct pin over Jay White. That, well, they need to get him over somehow because... But he's, you know, he's got, like, a million pins. Yeah, but I think it really helps to have him get a pin over... I, I mean, I, I thought he was going to get the pin, but I thought he was going to pin Chucky or something. For one thing, until just looking at this match, I... Playing the part of Nakamura in this match was Yoshihashi. I completely fucking forgot he was in that match. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, would, I mean, yes. that might change now that he's won the Rumble, but, you know, like, the tag match, you know, he had recently against Owens and Zayn. I forgot Nakamura was even fucking there. This match, like, Yoshihashi was in this match. I have no memory of him being there. He, like, just disappeared into the mix. But, well, and the finish, you know, I, that post-match was weird where the Young Bucks didn't want him to beat him. Young Bucks are heels. Why are they... <laughs> they lay people out all the time. Why do they give a shit if he beats up Jay White? That was so strange. So, they, so you're Where getting a little ahead of ourselves here. The match itself was good, though. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was kind of a typical hung bucks, like, spot fest kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, the post-match, you're right. Like, it was a little weird. Hangman Page, like, he grabbed the chair and he was trying to, you know, get... And Jay White, like, has been killing people. <laughs> like, he, like, did that thing on Ari where he wouldn't yeah. stop elbowing and, him. And, and, and to David. Like, he deserves it. Like, why do you give a shit, Young Bucks? That I, was weird. I, I thought they were just trying that. to show that there's more, there's dissension in the Bullet yeah, Club. But but... I don't understand why Young Bucks would all of a sudden be like, <laughs> no, be like, you know, protectors of the, you know, truth, justice, the American way. <laughs> no, this is wrong, and I won't stand. Like, when, when do you guys give a shit? I don't. It was pretty weird. Um, but yeah, it was. Paige did it. They left though, but then they just leave. And then they just leave. And then Paige is like, I just remember, <laughs> we don't care. So then they just left, and yeah. And then Paige gave him the the rite of passage on that chair anyway, so I was like, okay. But I thought Hangman Page would be joining. No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this Bullet Club thing, but we'll see. Um, Yeah, I think that match. I'm looking forward to that match now. Yeah, it will probably happen in Long Beach. I'm guessing. I'm gonna be there. Card isn't out yet still, but that would make sense. Um, After that, it was time for the Dalton Castle versus Beretta. Ring of Honor World Title Match. When suddenly out of nowhere, the Beer City Uh, Bruiser. 
out of nowhere with Beer City Bruiser is hard, but you he know. he just kind of appeared in the he ring. He disappeared, and, and it's he, like, wait, he, huh? He grab okay, so he grabs a mic and he says something like how he told his nag wife, which is perfect. The Beer City Bruiser have to have a nag wife. Yeah. He told his nag wife that he was going to come back to the greatest country in the world, the United States of America with gold. So he was adding himself to this match. And they brawl at first. And at first, it's, re- it's really stupid. It's like, why? We forgot just... to mention his match with Hanari. He kept yelling at him, I want to fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to fight. Let's fight. Fight me. I want to wrestle. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, this becomes a three way. And... No, no, but for, okay. So I, at first, that seems really stupid. But at least they had the champion, like, the champion was ultimately in a three way. Yeah. Like, because he, he was. Because no, they were no. fighting, and then Dalton Castle, like, grabbed the mic, and he just said something like, you know, I want to kick your fat ass or something. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Oh, okay. He just, yeah, he said something like, I want to kick your fat ass, so let's do it. Because I was wondering, if they make this a three-way, why doesn't people just come out for every match, for every title match? Like, I want to be in it. Okay. Like, at least, like, Dalton said, no, make it a three-way. Yeah. Hold on one second. All right. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that was either. Um... But, uh, it was funny that we just, it was great. Yeah, okay, well, let's, before we get to the match, maybe so. it's because Beretta's kind of hurt, and you know they thought they wanted a third guy to cry, help like carry the match. Maybe they just didn't want Beretta getting pinned by Dalton Castle, where they don't give a shit about Dalton yeah, Castle. But why not Beretta's? <laughs> you don't give a shit about Bruiser, you mean? No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm saying they don't. They don't even think highly enough of Dalton Castle. Oh, oh you mean New Japan to want him to get a pin I, on I someone guess. that's a regular? But Beretta's about to leave anyway. So yeah, for a little while. I was probably just okay. gonna come. Yeah. Anyway, um. But so Jay Lethal was on commentary on the English feed, and he's putting over this Ring of Honor World Title like, oh, the most important belt in wrestling. You're on a New Japan show, first mm-hmm. of all. I mean, you're just New Japan slash Ring of Honor show. And and Beer City Bruisers fighting for this title when he just added himself to the match. Could, would would that ever happen in IWGP Heavyweight Title match? No. For someone to just come out and be like, I'm going to be out. America is different. I that guess shit happens all the time. I mean, it happened. It happened for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. The show we were at actually in America. Yeah, yeah. It. See, it's but, an American thing. It's an American. Who was it thing. that demanded to be put in? AJ or Elgin? I think it was AJ. Okay. I think it was supposed to be Okada versus or AJ. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was. Supposed I think to be, it was supposed to be Okada AJ. versus Elgin. Yeah, and AJ and AJ added yeah. himself. I, I don't remember. Well, anyway, so but this match was awesome. Yeah, this match was great. <laughs> and another four star match. Two four star matches. From what I've heard about the Ring of Honor World Title matches lately, I think this might have been. I mean, I haven't. I remember hearing Cody versus Suzuki really sucked. Yeah, and uh, it did. I saw that. Match. And Dalton uh, and Cody. I heard the finish came out of nowhere. No one expected it, and that one wasn't that good. This might have been like the best one in a while. I mean, I I can't say that for sure because I haven't seen any of them. But this this match was great, and I've heard their World Title matches Ring of Honor lately have been disappointing. So yeah. I'm just thinking maybe that's true but um but yeah i mean overall though it was a i mean this was a really good and who the fuck ever thought you'd see two four-star matches from the beer city bruiser yeah i know (laughs) he's he was really great i hope he really comes i really hope he comes back to new japan sometime because this weekend uh, you know didn't make me want to shell out 50 bucks for the next ring of honor pay-per-view or whatever how much it costs like it's mostly oh because it was mostly New Japan guys, but yeah. you know, like, do so. Is it a monthly fee? And you get all the Ring of Honor shows free? No, no, no you have to pay. Uh, it's a yearly thing. Oh. Like to get the to get the one with all the pay per views, I think you have to pay like one hundred twenty dollars a year. You have to buy it up oh. for the year. Oh, I don't know about that. And and how many shows do they do a year on that? But the, but you don't okay. I don't. Just go read. Let, me, let me just ask me. one question. You if you know all about this, do I don't. They, do they have all the past shows on there? No. 
Okay. <laughs> but do they have like they have like a random few? Edit a lot of music. Yeah, they'd have to edit a lot of. Entrances. I mean, they they would probably just edit off, out the entrances. I mean, I don't know if anyone would give a shit. And who who sang clavicle? You think they're looking for? <laughs> I know you guys talk about that. Like, that was the stupidest thing. <laughs> Matt Seidel came out to that fucking song. Clavicle. About a guy kissing his girlfriend's clavicle, and I'm like, what? Why are you coming out? Why um, not? No, no, like this. That Matt Seidel sat down. Hmm, would be a good wrestling theme song. Clavicle. There you go. Like brilliant. Like why not come out? To, you know, <laughs> clavicle. Know. Look, okay, this I is like, the same guy. I like, like the young bucks. This is the same. Mbop. This is the same guy who is like, you know what? I want to bring some drugs. Japan. Yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty stupid too. They don't. They don't buy pot in Japan. No, they don't care. Except that they ban Paul McCartney from ever performing there again, or something like. Oh. So. No. But they will ban me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Matt Sydal, the former ever born. born. You know. <laughs> what did they used to call him? Didn't they have some other nickname for him? Kind of like Gravity Man, that Gravity forgot from no, that's him. Po- they that's called Pac. Him, I know, but they oh. call him some. They called him something. I don't know. Who it? fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, this match was awesome. It was like a, it, okay. I want to throw this out there. There were two three-ways on this weekend. One was Hiromu Kushida and Flip Gordon. The other one was Dalton Castle, (laughs) the Beer City Bruiser, and Beretta. And this one was like a million times better. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was the Beer City Bruiser like, at one point, who who gave, I think he gave Beretta like a death by driver on the apron, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was like, that took him out. And then it went, like, he hits a fucking, or it was on Dalton Castle, I think. But then he hits a fuck, he hits that fucking Milwaukee best splash, the Fox splash, yeah. on Beretta. And for a second, I, you're like, is Beer made, City Bruiser about to win the Ring of Water World I title? I thought so, yeah. I thought it made no sense to me how Beretta could kick out of that. Yeah. Because then Beretta's like dead and he can't even move. And I'm like, then how was he able to kick out? I don't know if that was, I know they wanted to give us the idea, oh my God, he's going to win. But yeah. then it made no sense for him to kick out. Yeah. I thought Dalton would appear out of nowhere and break up the pin. But, but no, he just kicked out. He just kicked out. But then he couldn't even stand up and he couldn't even move. And they're like, oh, he's dead. I'm like, well, he wasn't dead enough to kick out, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the, I thought it was a pretty awesome. And I thought it was, well, you know, what? I thought Beretta should have taken the pin since he's leaving, but you know. They say Bruiser. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see a rematch. If they put that on pay-per-view, I'd, I'd think about Dalton buying that Dalton Beer City Bruiser. Dalton I'd be like, you know what, maybe. <laughs> Dalton gave him a, a German suplex hole, and that was the pen. Yeah. But yeah. But I, the crowd, like, when... When Beer City Bruiser I got, I did a match, the crowd was like, like, The yeah! crowd was like nuts. They were like so happy. And he was like, yeah, they like me. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really... that was Yeah, that was great. He's a, he by far the, the breakout star of the weekend. They should was. do something with him right now. They, they really should. But um, I he's never like did like singles matches from what I've seen. When I used to watch the weekly television show, usually he was just there for for uh Elias. Yeah. Uh, you know, just there ringside. So uh, let's, let's put him in the heavyweight tag division him and Young Bucks. Yeah. Then the main event which was the Golden Lovers taking on the team of Cody and Marty Scroll, they went 20 minutes. Uh, Ibushi, you apparently they're calling it the Golden Star Trigger, right? Yeah, the, I think the so. double. It was like the double, basically the double tri- V Trigger and Kamagoe, uh, Marty Scroll, and Ibushi got was the one who got the pen. Um, okay, 
<laughs> so, Ken, first of all, Kenny Omega's name in canon now, New Japan canon, mm. he's no longer announced as a cleaner. He's introduced as a best bout machine. Yeah. Now, my theory is the best bout machine is a babyface character, whereas the cleaner is a heel character. Sure. So changes better than the cleaner. I thought the cleaner was kind of dumb. I, you, you ever read the story about why he, like, he kept trying to explain the name and no one understood it. And so he just started literally coming out with like the broom and everything. Yeah, because, yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, so early on in the match, Cody like tried some springboard thing where he tried to jump over the fucking apron and Cody, he almost like fucking broke like his legs. In this match. Yeah, he jumps over. I'm a, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And he, his feet, his leg lands on the apron on the other side. I'm like, what the fuck was that like? I don't know. Look, that was weird. I think it's good for his fucking character that this the, man the isn't very good. Okay. He's a three star savior, just like what. Then just Jinder like Mahal Kong. should be your favorite wrestler no, in the world. Because Jinder Mahal's not supposed to suck. <clears throat> is it Jinder Mahal's character that he's not that he's not that good in the ring? Is that Jinder Mahal's I character? It, I think it should be. Well, it's not. So it's completely different. And Cody's not as bad as Jinder Mahal anyway. Right. Fuck off. Um, but I just mean he should be kind of a goofball. He should be trying to do moves that he can't do. I, and, and you know, for the most part, I thought he was, I thought he was good on these two shows, but I think he's the perfect villain. Like there for, was for also Kenny that Ibushi. other spot in the match where he he had a bushi in the corner, I think, and he like flipped himself for no reason. Yeah, that, that was, was like, what that was the really fuck funny. was that? Like, did yeah, they, he forget they, where he was? They mis- They had like a miscommunication. I was like, like, does he have like to, to like? Is he have what his brother had? Like, I don't know. Like, was like, that was just weird. He like did a, did a move up by himself. It was really funny. Um but yeah, so Kenny, like at one point, Kenny saved, um, Kenny saved Kota Ibushi from taking the fucking crossroads to on the floor to the, like to the fucking exposed floor because yeah, he had exposed yeah. the like pulled off the ring mats, and then right awesome. after that, Marty Scroll used the crossroads on Kenny. I thought that was like symbolism him being like making his selection. Yeah, yeah. Because this was the night too where he actually did the finger snap. He on did Kenny. the finger snap. On so Kenny. it he's seems like it seems like he's made his fucking decision. But yeah, there's some really cool symbolism in this match. And then speaking of the big symbolism, Cody like whatever <laughs> we don't Marty Scrawl, get him up, I'm gonna kiss him. Mm. Marty look on his face like what, what? the fuck? <laughs> like Marty was he was just like, What am I what am I being told to do? What is happening? And then Cody does give Abushi this kiss. This kiss got Abushi fired up. Yeah. Now this kiss was like this is a kiss from his non lover. So he was very angry Wasn't to be kissed by someone other than his lover. A match in like DDT or something where to win you had to kiss your opponent or something that was like a tap out. Or I, think I read so. about that. But. Yeah. But so the the Cody kiss got Ibushi all fired up, and then after that they went to the finish, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. So um, post match, I thought the match was four and a quarter. I loved this match a lot, even though Cody fucked up a couple of times. I liked the match. I won a lot better. I still thought the match was fucking awesome. No. But I don't know. We can disagree on this, I guess. But these are two really, two two really good shows. Yeah, I think. pretty good shows. Pretty Better damn than good. I thought they'd be. Um, I know you were really down on these shows. Yeah, going. Can yeah. I can I hear? I was wrong. I was kind of wrong. You were pretty wrong. Um, I don't think they're <laughs> as good as you thought they were going to be. But I thought they were going to be really good, and they were they were, they were pretty damn good. Anyway, um, after the match, of course, was the the post match angle. The they so Kenny calls uh, he and Cody the best tag team, or he and Abushi. The best tag team in the world. So you knew it was coming. They had they had sort of teased us on being the elite, which I know you don't watch that. No. I started watching it ever since this angle started because a lot of this angle is taking place on being the elite. So I mm-hmm. want to like keep keep up with it. They were on a plane, and Cody like sort of planned to see where he like he told Matt he's like, oh, uh, Kenny said you were the best junior tag team of all time, and or best junior tag team in the world or something. 
And Matt just looks at him. He's like, he, he said that? He said the qualifier junior? He's like, yeah, but Trey didn't mean anything by it. In other words, he planted in Matt's head that Kenny only thinks they're the best junior tag team. And he kind of egged them on earlier, too, and told them, like, you know, you guys should go heavyweight. Yeah. So they came out at the end, and they were like, look, we, we were trying to stay out of this. You know, you came to room 710, which is, that was another Beaming Elite reference. They came, they showed up at his room, at the Kenny yeah, and Co- Kenny story. and Ibushi showed up at the room and made like a, a peace offering. He's like, he was like, that was your, you know, you show up at the room, made a peace offering and we accepted it. But, but then when you could just came out, you, you called you and Ibushi the best tag team in the world and you're not, we're the best tag team in the world. So, you know, they, they then announced they were moving up to heavyweight and that was it. They didn't announce, they didn't announce that they were fighting, but it's pretty clear those two teams are going to have a match. And probably in Long Probably Beach. in Long that Beach. That would make the most sense. Yeah, that's what I would think too. So I, I imagine the announcement will come any day now probably. But but yeah, I mean, that would be two two pretty good matches already. The, or if three. That, if that's the match, they really should have booked a bigger building. Like really. Like yeah. I knew the set. Everyone else was like, mm. I was like, when, they, when I booked that building, I'm like, they should book something much bigger. This is going to sell out real fast. And no one believed me, but I was right as always. So, you know. I, I knew that would sell out real quick, like like twenty minutes, right? That's only because the website crashed. Yeah, yeah, it, like it was most of the tickets were gone in like five minutes. Yeah, so I mean, look, when the the main promotion is as bad as it is, why people not stick. Why not try to, next year? You guys got to try the Staples Center, I think. But even if you don't sell it out, I think you'll do better than TNA has done like ever. Well, they won't. They're, all, they're, already... they're already almost there. I know. But... <laughs> I mean, what's TNA's biggest crowd ever? I don't even know. Like biggest uh, paying crowd? I don't know. Did Off they the make? They made, maybe they drew like. I think they've at least passed ten thousand a few did times. Did they really? I think they did. I could be. I could be dead wrong. I thought with with that with the amount of talent they've had at one point and, <laughs> and weekly TV, you think they would have had to when they had Hogan and Sting? No, they definitely didn't. Do that. They might have done it like that. That one show in Dallas is the only one I'm thinking of. I can't remember how how well it did. It was built. It was like half of it was sold on like fucking. Nostalgia for the Von Erics. Oh, okay. But I don't remember yeah. how much, what number. How many people were at the show we were at? Lockdown. Probably like around the same, like five, four or five thousand. Okay. Wasn't yeah. that many. Um, but yeah, that was my one TNA paper that we, that you and I both attended. Lockdown. Yeah. But yeah, so two pretty good shows. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty happy with both shows. And yeah, I don't know. Do you want to talk about anything else? Because it'd be like my shortest episode ever. Okay. Well, what did you want to? <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Let's see. Um, what do you think of the upcoming anniversary show? I guess we could preview that card. Uh, that looks really good. I'm really looking forward to Suzuki and Makabe. I've been looking forward to it for a while. Yeah. Osprey and Okada should be great. Um, what else is on that? Those are the two key Naito matches. Naito and Taichi, which oh, is the biggest God. match of all time. I that for a reason. Which is the greatest match I've ever seen, and I'm really excited. Um, There's also a three-way junior tag team title match. Uh, Sho and Yo against Hiromu oh. Ibushi. And Desperado Katamaro, that would probably be really yeah. good. Uh, Yoshihashi against Sonata, that, that could be good. Um, the last Nakanishi Kitamura match. So who are showing you defending against? Hiromu and Bushi and Hiromu Desperado Bushi. and okay. Katamaro. Yeah, that should be really yeah. good. Yeah. But I can't wait for Naito and Taichi. Very mm-hmm. excited. Very excited. You didn't see their first match no. at the Ataka Taichi Mania. It was I fucking sure awesome. Uh, do you have any idea he's going to win the New Japan Cup? I had some ideas, but 
I was just thinking it as who has Okada not defended against, and because I'm assuming whoever wins will pick Okada. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, so so you Zack Saber Junior. Yeah. I was thinking if he's in it, he hasn't defended. Well, he hasn't. He hasn't been around. He hasn't time. been around exactly. So I don't. Kota Bushi, he hasn't. I mean, he had the match with. You know, spoiler alert, everybody, but. <laughs> I hope I, this won't create another scandal, but Tiger Mask W, I've been told, was Kota Ibushi. Tiger Mask Double. Double. So, but he wasn't Kota Ibushi at the time, and it wasn't for the title, so he technically hasn't really defended against Ibushi. Uh, they could, they keep saying Juice Robinson, but, on commentary, but like... Okada Juice Robinson is going to main event encourage you. Juice Robinson, then, then it'll be like, yeah, I fought for all four singles titles and lost. That's my, you know... Is that'll be the last one he hasn't fought for yet. Yeah. He's lost all of them. And then there's the one I really want to see, Ishii. And they have been pushing, you know, when Jay White said that shit, you know, they could do the storyline where Ishii makes it to the finals and says, oh, I'll challenge for the IC title because that's the only title that isn't carried by a member of my unit. And then mm. he wins the thing and then he says, and you know what? Okada, I want to face you. Yeah. Fuck that shit, you know. I beat you in the G1 and never got a title match two years ago. Like, I want to face you. That, that would be an awesome thing to do but i don't know if they'll do that but those i can't really think of anybody else really i mean you could have kenny win and do another kind of yeah but you want to do that already i guess you could but i thought i thought that might be the main could you could have have tanahashi come back and uh yeah i heard he might be back by then i mean people are saying but you think tanahashi came back he would right away go for Suzuki but but Ta- Okada's about to break his record yeah I know that's the other thing like everyone's thinking that the match where he would break his record would be defending against Tanahashi or, or tie the record which would be the next or one. tie the record one of the yeah. two but uh, yeah they, they could do that too but he hasn't faced Tanahashi in a long time not since could, that draw you could have Jay White win it and challenge Okada no, he won't oh, be he, in it oh, yeah, the United he, States uh, and I heard that's going to be one of the new titles you can challenge if uh, you win okay. so he, well didn't I did Okada say he wants to be in it, or was that like mistranslated? No, 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 it was mistranslated. He just said he, he just said he'll defend against whoever wins it. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a lot of confusion there. So he's he didn't say he, he did was not be say in he it. was going right. to be in it. That okay. I mean, you really could have. I mean, uh, it seems a little early, but you got Naito one. Yeah, but that's way too early, I think. Like, and, and then Naito would probably just lose again because Okada's got to beat. The st- I think Okada might won't drop the title at least before next year's Tokyo no, Dome. Dominion, Dominion. You think so? Yeah. Alright, you know, people have been saying that for a long time. I still think there's a chance he's still champion after all this time at next year's Dome show. I hope not. And then he retains again, against Omega probably, or something. I mean... Is he just going to beat the entire promotion five times each? He, okay. he might. I'm, <laughs> they want to make him, like, the biggest star, like, in the history of Japanese wrestling is Ghetto's goal, like... Well, to make him, like, more famous than, like, all these other names, like, you know, Noki and everybody, so... Best um, of luck to him with that. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So that's I guess that's it for New Japan. Do you want to talk? Do you want to share any more old school Ring of Honor stories? Well, which one? I which... don't know. Give me a story. Name one. Uh, you name one. <laughs> Have you ever told the story about Julius Smokes at the uh, show we went to, the party after the show? Yes. I, oh, I. Uh, with the stolen DVD. I might have told this, but you can tell it better. So go ahead, tell it. Where. Uh, I believe it was Night of Tribute, the tribute to Eddie Guerrero. He yeah. had just died like a month ago. I remember the main event, there was... Long Island. Long Island. The main yeah. event was going to be Brian Danielson defending against the winner of a three-way. AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Matt Seidel. And you looked at that and said, Duh, I wonder who's taking the pin. But uh, Daniels won. Yeah. Based on the main event, whatever. The show afterwards, there was this like post... 
this party thing dinner after the show in the building and he had to pay to get in and i think some of the money might have went to Guerrero's family or something i don't remember the story but you didn't have to pay to get in uh the wrestlers didn't though i think everyone working for mm-hmm. ring of honor everything was paid for if you paid to get in you got free food and soda and i think you had to pay for alcohol yeah. people ring of honor everyone worked for ring of honor got everything paid for but uh and we had a grab bag like because it was around it was like a month it was like in november so yeah, it was like, like christmas was coming if you brought a gift then you could you know you get your name put in a hat and then they go in order and you can pick whatever gift from the table and getting there there was a toys r us across the street and I decided to buy a wrestling action figure to put in it. And I looked at all the figures and said, who's the best wrestler of these? Here we go, Chris Benoit. So that was my... This was, long, this was before it happened, okay? But uh, this was like 2005, so right after Eddie died. So, yeah, that was my contribution. I think I got... I picked the low-key shirt. Uh, I don't remember what you got, but but uh, Larry oh, Dallas brought the... Uh, the sex tape of Paris Hilton yeah. as the gift. And before we did the grab bag, it disappeared. It was just gone from the table. Yeah. And everyone was pretty pissed off. The guy running it, Greg it was One H, Night in Paris. Right? One Night in Paris or some shit. Yeah. And, and he was like, what happened? We were like, we don't know. And we did the grab bag, whatever. And then um, I think it was, you know, they found out some guy was in there and hadn't paid to get in. Some yeah. random guy just wandered in and started eating and drinking and they're like, you gotta pay. And he's like, I don't want, no one told me that. And they got into kind of a fight. Yeah. And his bag was sitting out, and Julius Smokes walked by and just saw the, the Paris Hilton porno yeah. sitting in his bag. Now, Julius Smokes had no idea about this DVD disappearing. Yeah. He just saw this porno DVD. He's like, I'm gonna look at it. And grabbed it and like yelled over, Homicide, look, look at this. And then Greg says, That's the DVD that disappeared. <laughs> and the guy was like, Hey, give me my DVD back. And Julius is like, Right now, you're talking to head of security, Julius Smokes. And, uh, <laughs> we we have to have a talk right now. How'd this get in your bag if this was supposed to... So, I know... I don't remember his answer. His... No, he, he okay. we found that later. Okay. Getting ahead. They were... Greg was fighting with him, trying to get him to pay. I think he gets to get him to pay eventually. Julius, I don't know if he had something to drink or if he was just being himself, but he was getting really riled up there, trying to calm him down. He was, like, yelling thief at the guy. Yeah, he's like, thief, 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 thief. Like he was going to start thief. a fight. So security gets the guy out of there. They walk him out. He's, like, complaining. And, you know, Julius starts, starts saying, he had to go, Gregory. Like, we all sat there in silence for a while, and then all of a sudden he just said, he had to go, Gregory. Yeah, it's yeah, Greg H. who was, like, organizing the thing. He had so, to go, Gregory. Gregory. So security comes back, and they just say, yeah, uh, he said he bought it at the merchandise table during yes. the show. Yeah. He said he bought the pornographic film of Paris Hilton at the Ring of Honor merchandise, merchandise table. table. Yeah. We got some I Ring of Honor DVDs, WrestleMania, porn, you know. All the I don't think that was selection. True. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and I can't believe he thought they would fall for that. that like, that's that's my most memorable story from yeah. like Ring of Honor shows. <laughs> Basically, that that is a hilarious night I'll never forget. <laughs> Thief! Thief! He was he was not happy. He was head of security that night. He was yeah. not going to have it. Oh, it's a great time going to all those Ring of Honor shows. Um, the glory days of Ring of Honor, right? It's definitely the glory I days. Yeah. But I don't they know. The night Joe, I'll never forget the night Joe dropped the title to Aries. The crowd went people, absolutely People were crying. Insane. The mm-hmm. night we thought was Punk's farewell. That right. twist where, you know, he said, yeah. I'm not leaving yet. And then Daniels came out. That was, that was a night I'll never forget. There was there were some awesome moments yeah. going to those shows. You know, getting to see Kobashi and Masawa and all those guys that we never would have seen otherwise. Brian uh, Danielson won in the title from Jamie Noble. That was great. Although you were pissed at him at the time. No, I loved him. You I did, When he won the title from Jamie Noble, that no. was when he went to Europe and he 
he said he, he said like I'm tired of Ring of Honor fans because all I want are near falls and you were like near falls is my favorite thing no so but I, I was so happy when he came back oh, okay you were you're full of shit no I'm not yeah you are I was going insane <laughs> when he won the title I was cheering that was like my all match right. of the year you don't I hated him before that, like when I first started watching. Okay. But you know, as time. But went you were on, pissy about him saying that thing about New York. Was Park. I? I don't even remember this for okay. sure. Um, but yeah, so Ring of Honor, those are the days, huh? Yeah. These, going... these, this weekend did not make me want to watch Ring of Honor. That be- it's like, wow, the best, the best guy yeah. on, this, on the show is, is a guy that they don't even push. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, who, like Jay Lethal was Jay Lethal. You know, he was fine, but like nothing. No, I, I was there when he won former the title. AWA former AWA champion. Former AWA. You were talking about J- AWA. So there, there was this promotion that like ran, um, they ran like what, like the a closet, like a closet on a fucking in some, Union like, City, the sixth floor in some apartment building. building. The Chikara, I think, ran that. Chikara ran up. Yeah, it looked ran bigger. It. When she, was it a different room? It was a different it room. Looked, okay. Yeah. This room was like the size of this bedroom I'm sitting in. But this, <laughs> it was very, very. So small. obviously the wrestling ring takes up a lot. There was like. It was us and Jay Lethal's family. Yeah, and, and Loki was in the audience too, <laughs> sitting next to us. So and we're like, "What? The biggest star is sitting in the audience by far." But... So Jay Lethal, I don't know what year was this. Do you know? Two thousand four or five. Yeah. So Jay Lethal, before he, way before he was ever here on Ring of Honor, yeah. he was the heel here in AWA, and it was weird. And it was really weird. And the 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 people giving him the most heel here by far was own family. Yeah. Like they his were, father was really. They loved him. going to the show and booing, booing Jay Lethal. Oh, and like God. his what his father keeps saying about because he used to work at Stop and Shop. Yeah, they I kept guess. yelling. I think his sister kept yelling, "Chop him like you chopped that meat," because he worked in the deli or something at Stop and Shop or something. And then his dad yelled, "Like give him the Stop and Shop." drop or something no that was a fan some random fan that was there and I think you know before the main event he said he told the announcer uh Jay Lethal would love everyone to know that those people in the back are not his family (laughs) they are not related to him and and someone said in the audience said you better find a new ride to Boston his family drove him everywhere and he had a Ring of Honor show in Boston coming up but Cheech and Cloudy were in the audience too if you remember oh yeah which was weird but that was like seeing Loki like sitting next to us and like what <laughs> the show with like ten people. I mean, it's it was like right outside of New York City, so it wasn't a far drive for him, I'm sure. And he was probably just visiting friends, but yeah, yeah, it was funny. Wonder if they charged him. I don't think. Considering at one point he just walked backstage through the entrance yeah. ramp after a match, I, you know. Um, but yeah, so you we... took us. You took me through a lot of random. Indie show. The show where work. No, no, no. I was gonna think of the one in PW Elite where you rang you rang the bell. Oh, PW Elite. <laughs> no, it was the ring crew. So, so there was no. They didn't have a ring belt this For show. For the first show, they did not. The it, second show starts, they still don't. Yeah, and like at one point there was like so it was like on a on a stage in a theater. That's where this was. Yeah, and there was like a coat a coat, coat hanger. hanger. Lying on the ground. And this guy we knew, I don't remember his name, found a metal bar for me. Yeah. This guy that we used to go to shows with. And I started ringing the, banging the metal coat rack with, with the uh, metal bar. It was close to sound like a bell. Yeah. And, and like, the referee, referee started, referee's... like, calling for me. Chris Hero made fun of me. Because uh, he was like, oh, that's a bell. I was like, what do you want? And then, you know, after one of the matches where they kept wrestling, you know, they kept, they kept fighting. If the match was over, I would do the ding, 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 And the ding, ref ding, kept pointing. Yeah, yeah, kept... <laughs> come on, guys! Like they do when, you know, like ringing the bell will make yeah. them stop. Like Yeah. The ref uh, kept pointing to Quinlan and kept telling him, like, ring the fucking bell. That was the show that, uh, like, 
kind of killed the promotion because no one was at that show. There yeah. was like, it's and funny looking back now that you remember who wrestled it was like on that Milano, show. AJ popped out and said to one of us, "I'd like to thank all ten of you for attending <laughs> the show." And yeah, they had one more show after that, like an all women's show, and then it died. Yeah, we didn't go to the women. No, we didn't go to that one. But I'm thinking the one in Newark that you took me to. Uh, it was some know. random indie. We get. I, you know, I asked, you know, I asked my parents, like, how dangerous can Newark be? And they said, well, as long as you stay near the Prudential Center, you're probably okay. You're in a nice part. And we, we get off the exit, and I see Prudential Center right. And I'm like, where do we go? And you said left. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and, you know, we drove by a supermarket surrounded in barbed wire. And I'm like, you know, if we can't find a spot, like, right in front of the building, we are not going to the show. But do you, do you remember who was in the main event of that show? I don't remember the show at all. Kenny so Omega. No. Oh, really? In a table, ladder, and chair match. I say that singular because there was only one table, one ladder, and one chair. But it was still... And this was, was when fighting? he was like... Uh, the guy, I don't, I don't think the guy went anywhere. It was for the title, and the other guy won. I think Kenny was champion going in. We had seen him before at the, when he was JPW champion. Yeah. That was when he was still like... He was like, when they introduced him, he did the Sailor Moon pose and everything. He was introduced from like Pokemon Stadium or something. Yeah, he said from the Pokemon Stadium. And like, I think Teddy Hart and Jack Evans were on the show. But yeah, that was like 2008, I yeah. think. It was like a long time ago. But who knew he'd become... So it was like right before he started full-time DET in, then. Yeah, it was right yeah. before that. Because he said... He basically... He said, the way he got his start was he sent a video to um like to ddt and he was like hey i want to challenge abushi basically yeah and he's like and then they ended up ddt wanted to make them rivals and then they were just like now nah, we're gonna be partners actually and he was like okay what do you want to call yourself with the golden lovers it's like okay yeah people still doubt the two of them are gay though are gay together uh, and kenny's bi but... yeah i believe that <laughs> so i don't know i don't know why people don't want to believe that but... people are homophobic i guess that's <laughs> why they don't want to believe that um, all right. What else can we talk about? Let me think. Do you watch that the two show hour? Doesn't have to go two hours. Did you watch that two hour thing on Raw? Which one? The fucking Gauntlet or whatever. Oh yeah, that was actually pretty good. It was decent. I mean, people keep. I I, I had it on the background when I was recording. Um, I will say, like watching people freak the fuck out because, um, you know, oh, we got to see two hours of wrestling. It's like, yeah, I can see two hours of wrestling in any any fucking I know, show I turn. These people that just watch Raw, they don't get that. But you know? I don't under, like just just watch if you if okay, if all you're after is professional wrestling, if that's really all you want, just watch a New Japan show. I, I know. Watch the watch anything. Yeah. There's a million promotions that are just two hours plus of wrestling every fucking show. You don't have to fucking wait for WWE to throw your bone like once every ten years. It's so weird. It's like if that's what you're. I understand like if you're if you like all the other pomp and bullshit that's fine but like if all you're after is just wrestling there's a million places you can get just wrestling yeah. but I don't know it, it was fine but look why the fuck was The Miz and Braun Strowman like a long competitive match I don't know like when I when that started I was just like because they're, they're pro that's probably the match of Wrestlemania what that's right now I believe the plan is Miz versus Braun Strowman <laughs> what the fuck I, that's what I heard that's what I've been told like I guess you know, I know. You know, you probably think he Braun would be over this by now. But if you remember, Miz did try to murder him by throwing oh. him in a combat garbage. Uh, they probably won't mention that at all. They probably <laughs> forgot it happened. They're like Braun. You know, he murdered you. He did. I, I, I forgot. Like, you think Braun would never want to forgive this guy for trying to kill him? When but... Braun, I remember when they, they they suspended Braun for like yeah, trying to trying to kill Brock. And, and Kane and, by throwing something on them, which they both survived. But Braun, Braun had been <laughs> attempted to be murdered by Roman Reigns like, and Miz. Braun was probably like, "Well, attempted murder is clearly okay here." Yeah, because so they've done I'll it to do me. It. They've yeah. done it to me twice. 
So I'm going to do it now, and then he gets suspended. That never they're, went anywhere, by the way. They're but. fucking... Yeah, because I think it's Miz and Braun, and because I think Braun was going to face Triple H, but now Triple H is probably in a mixed tag with him and Stephanie against Ronda and somebody. I keep hearing The Rock, I keep hearing Kurt Angle, I don't know. But I don't know if you know what they've been doing on SmackDown. I guess who they decided to take off the show for two weeks? Who? Nakamura? No, no. Who's the guy that gets the most chance every show? I don't watch Rusev. Oh, <laughs> they took him off TV like two weeks in a row. When he gets and the, the show, they're they're still chanting for him, but apparently they're like, "Fuck it, fans! You don't get to like who you like." So we're gonna <laughs> Road Dog's doing a great job with SmackDown. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing a real great job. Yeah, I saw some someone who usually watches usually watches WWE show. I think it was uh, I think it was Bruiser Brady on Twitter who was like, "Anyone still watching SmackDown at this point is a pain slut." Yeah, it's, it's gotten much worse. It like, was really, it was the better show for a while, but now the only thing it has over Raw is that it's shorter. It's getting really stupid. I, I wish someone would tell me. Where, people keep asking, where's this Brian Danielson, Shane McMahon thing going? Because Brian Danielson can't wrestle, so it's not leading to a match. And I keep saying, they don't know. <laughs> they started this. I, I, I can almost guarantee one day this angle is just dropped yeah. without a conclusion. Like it never happened. Like kind of like the Triple H Stephanie Kurt thing, just that stopped one day and was never mentioned again. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen with this angle. I mean, some people say it's trying to make Brian Danielson a heel, so when he leaves, people don't like him when he goes to another company. But you know, having him, he's clearly that's, the babyface gonna... in this. Well, that's gonna him... that's gonna work though. People are really gonna give a shit. People, are like, oh, yeah, I know. You know, I was gonna watch Brian Danielson but... uh, in, in New Japan or Ring of Honor or whatever, but he was mean. On SmackDown for Styles. six months. When so. AJ Styles is being a complete fucking idiot. And saying like, <laughs> want to face him in a three-way. Okay, you're facing him in a three-way. What? <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like, fucking stupid-ass storylines that they did. <laughs> but, uh, um, the Elimination Chamber is tomorrow. I'm not really that surprised that Road Dog doesn't know how to book. But, I get, well, when people are listening to this, Elimination, elimination Chamber will be over. So yeah, I guess. You're going to take this, it. I'm putting yeah. this out on Monday, so. Okay. I wonder who won. <laughs> I'm, I'm ca- talking from the future. You know, Roman Reigns won. Yeah. We could talk about the results <laughs> right now. If, if he doesn't win tomorrow, I'm going to be, like, like really shocked. Like, yeah. But that's the one match Vince McMahon is stuck on, like, for the last year and hasn't changed his mind on, so. Yeah. It'd be funny if he changed it, like, the morning of, after, like, planning it for, like, all year. <laughs> oh, like, he did that. Remember the year that, where they had that match and... Like they just have Seth run out and win. Yeah, I hope they do something like that again. Just have, just like Carmella has her briefcase. Just have her run out and finally Isn't cash. They, in. Have they even said like you can only cash in on the women's title? I don't think they said that. Carmella so. could be the next yeah. Universal Champion. Why not? <laughs> you want to another breakthrough that Stephanie McMahon created for women? She'd have to come out and be the ref though. Like, no, she'd have to be like they have to be like Stephanie have to come out and say a breakthrough and then like talk for ten hours and then finally Carmella run out. And, Win the universal title, and she'd have to get the count, <laughs> present it, yeah. present it to her, to her yeah. And, and like, be, like, I take my picture. We got. She'll put be this... like Hogan when Randy Savage won the title. She'll be in the ring the whole time and be in the center. And... Remember, do you remember the funniest thing of all time? Because because that happened. Remember how paranoid Shawn Michaels was? Yeah. When he won the t- he's like, "Tell Brett to get out." Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> get him out. Undertaker did that when he beat Batista for the title. Yeah. He said, "Get him the fuck out of the ring" or something. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't blame people for being paranoid about that after that. Happened, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, WWE. Yeah. Are you are you excited for Mania to be in New York next year? 
I forgot it was. Yeah, it's probably in New York uh, next year. I'll be excited for the other shows. I look at some of the cards of these shows, Mania Weekend, and I'm like, I wish I was there just to go to these other shows. Yeah. Like the WWN shows have some awesome cards, but you know, I, I, I'll be. The last time they came around here, no one else wanted to go with me to any of these shows that were nearby. I don't care. I wanted to go to the uh, convention, and you didn't want to go to that or any of the shows like. You and Sean, so maybe we're we'll flying the other side of the country year. to go to Sean and I to go I to know. New, New so Japan. Maybe, you'll, maybe if they do good, good shows around here next year, you'll. I mean, I figure I'll probably go to whatever the New Japan guys are on. If they bring in any other Japanese guys, I don't really give a shit about American Indies, mm. so I don't know if I really care about like. But like th- this year, they're bringing in uh, I mean, what's I his name, Sakimoto, Sa- Sakimoto and Sawa too. Yeah. So. Like I would probably like if these shows were happening in my backyard, I'd probably go to. Who is Osprey facing? He's facing somebody big. I don't know. And Riddle is facing. You're asking the wrong guy. I have no idea. But the point is, though, um, next year I'm sure we'll go to a bunch of shows. I wonder where they're all gonna run though. I don't know. Because last time when they did this, like there, there was only like the one con thing. Now it's like. WWN and WrestleCon and all the random yeah. shit and Ring of Honor. Like, I'm sure Ring of Honor will run the Hammerstein, probably. Mm-hmm. But, like, where is, like, you know, that are they going to still... Someone's going to claim that Secaucus thing again, probably. That well, C-Cock didn't they do, like, thing. shows all day there? Like, promotion after promotion after promotion. Yeah, but now it's split, though. I'm oh, saying. yeah. Now there's the WWN one and the WrestleCon one, so someone else is going to have to find another venue. Yeah, I guess. Well, let's see. Yeah. Well, I guess we can wrap this up now. Mm. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, Quinlan? Uh, I guess my Twitter. What's your, it's, what's your Twitter? I'm underscore not underscore Quinlan. Do you want to tell the story of that? That's <laughs> that a long story. No, it's not that long of a story, actually. So you were you were playing Smash Brothers. This was like in high school. <laughs> yeah, a long time the ago. The original Smash Brothers yeah. on N64. Yeah. I was playing Donkey Kong. Yeah. And one of my friends said, "Who's who's Sh- Samus?" Samus. Yeah. And someone else said, you know, oh, I think Quinlan's playing Samus. And I meant to yell out, I'm not Samus. Instead, I just blurted out, I'm not Quinlan. <laughs> I'm not Quinlan. And they're like, what? <laughs> so that just became a thing. <laughs> and you've kept that fucking handle for like 20 years or something. Yeah, a long time. Well, I, I, I helped. By, like, I make that my screen name. That was my screen name and AIM, which confused people. <laughs> I was able to fool oh, people thinking it wasn't me. <laughs> That's a that, story no one will get. No, but I gotta tell it anyway. That guy, there was this guy that used to go to the anime club that we were all in, who was like the biggest fucking dumbass. Uh, we've met and, some people recently. But... Oh, he's pretty. He's high up there though, and we Quentin was able to confuse him by he, like you would like message him and aim all this like weird shit. Yeah, because I found out his aim name <laughs> and I just messaged him and I was like, oh hey Steve, and you. He was like, who is this? And I was like, oh, it's a mystery. And my name was I'm not Quinlan. Uh, yeah. So the next, like the next time at the club, like he went up and asked you, right? And then yeah, you were like, like uh, "Some guy messaged me. His name was I'm not Quinlan. Was that you?" And he was like, "Well, if the name was I'm not Quinlan, it couldn't have been me." He's like, "Yeah, I thought that." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I don't know who it was then. If it's, if it, it clearly says it's not me, so it can't be me." He's like, "Yeah, you're not allowed to lie on him." He, he he figured it out eventually. You know, he used his deduct powers of deduction. Eventually, like months later, no, it's you. I know it's you. I was like, it only took him like two months. Yeah, it only took yeah. <laughs> this is the same guy when we went to that Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. He like what do you do? Like got in a fight with a small child. He did. Do you oh. remember that? He was like, he. Oh no! You know what I'm thinking of? At Otakon. 
He got into a fight with that he guy. He got into a fight with Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think he did get in a fight with a child at a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament too. Oh, but yeah, him and like I just remember Henry, our friend Henry telling us a story where like, oh, were you there for this too? When at the the quiz show at Otakon? Yes, I was there for that. They, they're right? they're like throwing these Pokeballs into the audience with that had like with candy in them. And couldn't like you what you like look to your left? No, I look to the right. You know, we're about to ready to start the show up again. Everyone's getting yeah. quiet. Then all of a sudden, boom, 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 <laughs> these two guys are wrestling over this Pokeball. <laughs> Steve and this other guy. This, this Pokeball, okay? This, guy. this probably has like what, like probably like, fifty like cents, candy like fifty it. cents worth of candy in it. And these two full grown men, because Steve was always older than us. Like he was. Yeah, I, we we don't know, but I yeah. think he was. He was about to graduate, so yeah. Yeah, I think he was. And he's these two full grown men are just fucking wrestling over this Pokeball in the in the fucking hallway. Everybody just kind of looked at that. Every it grew really quiet. Like, <laughs> we all just watched. I mean, I guess it ties into the topic. They were wrestling. They were... Yeah, they were wrestling. Yeah, I guess you say that. Oh, that was a good time. Oh. All right, we should wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I don't know what the next step. Well, actually, no. You know what? I do know what the next episode will be because I recorded it already. Um, the next episode you'll hear is our e-wrestling episode, which is episode 36. It's already been recorded. It was me, Rich Krejci, and uh, Michael Spears. You know, Rich, of course, from the Voice Wrestling flagship. So that is already done. It's already recorded, and boom, everything's done. Um, it's scheduled to go up exactly one week from today. I did that because I'm going to be in Spain. Oh, yeah, I'm leaving yeah. for Spain on Wednesday. So when are you coming back? Um, one ex- like eight days later, so like oh, the yeah. following Thursday. So after that, the, the episode I'm recording after the e- the episode I'm recording next that'll be after the e wrestling one. I'm going to have on Chris Charlton. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's at, at Reason JP. Okay. He's like the New Japan translator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, he works for them doing all the that translation cool, stuff. Too. And he's going to be promoting his new book, um, which is, I think, called... Oh, God, I should I should know this. Eggshells, I think it's mm. called. It's about the Tokyo Dome shows, basically. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I'm going to interview him about his new book. I'll and it'll be fun. Talk about all about the Tokyo Dome shows. He also wrote Lion's Pride, which... Oh, he wrote yeah, that? Yeah. You've I've heard so much about that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I downloaded it. When, when did that book come out? A few years ago now. I need to grab it. I downloaded it on my, on my Kindle. Is there a print a, copy, like hard, like hard uh, copy? I'm sure there probably I'll is. I'll look that. Uh, but yeah, I, I downloaded it to, to read on my flight to Spain. So I'll have, hopefully I've read that but before I inter- talk to him. But yeah, I've heard good things about the book too. Yeah, I've heard so, a lot of good things about the book. Yeah. So yeah, I've been planning to... I have a lot of wrestling books to catch up on, like... Three biographies came out last year. Like, I really want to read the new Brian Tillman one. I heard is really good, and the Jim Ross one I'm sure is very interesting. So I need to get that too. So yeah, I don't read a lot of wrestling books, but the last one I think I read was like Death of WWE. That right? is one of that and Bret Hart's book are probably my two favorites. But like Jericho's Death. books and Foley's books are great too. But and also Edge's book, no one talks about. That was great, and William Regal's book was really great. But yeah, you read way more of these than I do. I don't really read that many. Yeah, um, that's how I know the Earth is round because I read books. <laughs> so, you know, that's how I know a lot of things that some people in this country do not. But let's not get into that. But. The flat Earth troop. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to Wrestling Omakaze. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestle Omakaze. Wrestle, not wrestling. Wrestling wouldn't fit. Um, you can also Should find it be us. Called entertainment. No. Omakaze? No. Sports entertainment. <laughs> S-E-O Oh, did you hear like a week ago? I think it was Angle. Somebody accidentally said wrestlers instead of, and they had to correct themselves. I don't remember who it was. Someone was doing a promo and they're like, 
while people want to see these wrestlers, I mean superstars, <laughs> in the like, he was probably like, oh fuck, like, I can't call it that, like, yeah. try to explain that, I think, to our friend Ethan, where you're like, you're not allowed to say wrestling, and he's like, isn't it called World Wrestling Entertainment? And you're like, yeah, and he's like, but you can't say wrestling, and you're like, yeah, and he's like, that doesn't make any sense, and we're like, we know. It's like, we can't explain this this group to, like, people that have never seen it. Like, so many things don't make sense. Like, you can't say Can't say wrestling. belt, right? I think you can't say belt. You can't. Yeah. It's like it's like watching NFL and they couldn't say football. They had to yeah. call it, like, throw ball or something. <laughs> or, like, or some no, shit. like, uh, throwing event. Yeah, throwing, <laughs> throwing, throwing sporting event. Yeah. No, throwing entertainment. Throwing entertainment. All right, everybody. Um, but yeah, so the next episode you hear was e-wrestling, which is, if you don't know what e-wrestling is, boy, you're in for a treat. It's, that episode was really fun. You'll enjoy it. And the next episode after that will be the one with Chris Charlton, as I just talked about. Um, probably our biggest guest, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a guy, you know, he's got a lot of Twitter followers and stuff. And then after that, we'll see. But in the meantime, as long as I don't die in a fiery plane crash, either on the way to or back from Spain, I guess I'll see you guys you know, I'll talk to all you guys again in a few weeks. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming on, Clinton. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Bye. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.